0: What's up, everybody? We are back once again. This is episode 26 of the Bluegrass Race Hub Podcast. Tonight, we are joined by the championship Ford driver from our Xfinity and our Cup Series. We have Adam Lancaster, driver of the number 17 Xfinity car. Cody Anderson is also joining us tonight as our special co-host. We've got GT Hawkins up to the top right in the number 14 of the Cup Series. We've got Jonathan Schwartz driver of the number 95 Cup Series. Jonathan Atkins, driver of the number 57 Cup Series car. Keith Hackney, driver of the 69 XFINITY and Cup Series car. And the driver of the 01 and the 01, Scott Fritz in XFINITY and Cup. Followed up with Radburn Shutters. You won't be able to see him. He is here, but he's not uh, got a camera up at the moment. So, Radburn is the driver of the number 3 car in the XFINITY Series. This is episode number 26. Let's get it going. All right, guys. So tonight we're here with the championship four. Uh, we're missing David Farmer, unfortunately. He wasn't able to join us tonight, um, and Healy also he wasn't able to join us once again. But well, here we are with the championship four drivers that were able to make it. Uh, Adam Lancaster, how do you feel going into next week? Uh, actually, this week I should say Tuesday night. How do you, how do you feel your chances uh, coming into this Xfinity Series championship at, at Phoenix? Um, this is what your this is your first champ four run in the Xfinity.
1: Yeah, I believe so.
0: How do you feel going into next week or this week, rather uh Tuesday night? What are you, uh, what's your game plan? What's your strategy without giving away your strategy, you know, just give us a, a general idea, you know, of what you're planning and what you feel like doing this week.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like our chances are as good as anyone's, uh, you know, obviously it's a strong group of guys that are, that are racing for the championship. Everybody that's, uh, this in that group has shown speed all season long and, and, uh, you know, smart racers, fast racers. So, um, you know, we'll just have to, to see how the race plays out. I expect to have some long runs. And so I think long run speed will be important. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll kind of, we'll see what happens. You know, everybody's, uh, you know, you feel pretty confident in, in having speed throughout the season and having good races here and there. And, and, uh, but honestly you you really don't know until you show up and line up and see how the race unfolds i think you know one good thing for for everybody involved is it you know there's not as big of a field so if you do have an issue or or get mired back in traffic then there's not necessarily as far to go to get back to the front right. and kind of get back in contention so you know, I feel pretty good about it, like I said, but you, you really don't know until, until you show up on Tuesday night and uh, and line up and see where you stack up. So,
0: you know, we have a couple guys uh, that ran with us last season um, that are in here as well. You know, we've got Scott Fritz. He's uh, been with us since season one. And uh, Radburn was with us last season also. But, Keith, you're technically a rookie to the Xfinity series. Um, so you're the one guy that's not ran in the Xfinity series before this season how do you feel about that being a rookie uh and making it into the champ four already uh in your first season in xfinity
2: i mean i don't know like i i kind of that's kind of what i was shooting for at the beginning of the season um you know i thought it was going to be uh just a slow start you know moving up from the trucks and stuff like that um but you know we we did the same thing in the trucks uh a little bit more dominant in the trucks you know a lot more competition up in the upper classes and stuff so um but we still held speed and uh we had some some mishaps in the middle of the season here and there and i feel we probably could have got some some better finishes at, at, at certain points of the season and maybe maybe a win or two got kind uh, of uh alpha matter our fingertips there um near the season as well but you know we'll take it um you know like like uh Adam said, "I mean, four fast guys is what you want in the final four, and mm-hmm. I think everybody has different driving styles at that. And um, so it's definitely just going to be just a waiting game. I don't feel you need to really push it early. I mean, we're going to get cautions, maybe not as many, just because of the field uh, being smaller. But you know, it's a, uh, it, you know, it's anybody's game. So we'll we'll just see how it how it uh, uh unfolds and um." I guess, may the best man
0: win. Absolutely. Uh, you've got some stiff competition going into this Tuesday night. Uh, one of those competitors that, uh, wasn't able to get in there was, uh, James Silvers. And I don't know if you guys saw the power rankings or not, but Silvers, of course, uh, was tied with Radburn for the number one spot in the power rankings based on the metrics that we used. Um, we use five points for race wins, three points for top fives, two points for top tens and a single point for polls. Um, Bradburn, are you there, bud? Are you able to
3: come in for a minute and talk to us? I guess he's still not there. So uh, we'll switch gears. We'll go ahead
0: and uh, bring in GT, and and we'll talk to GT about his thoughts on this, this Wednesday night Cup Series. You're a rookie, along with Adkins. You both uh, first time running with us. How do you guys feel going into this Wednesday night? We'll start with GT.
4: Um I feel like it's a completely different race. Um, having a full length race, 100% fuel, it's it's yep. completely different than anything we've already ran. So um it's really just about trying to prepare for what we know can mm-hmm. can happen and then try to have contingency plans for the unknown there cuz a little bit of practice I did today is it seemed like there was a lot of fall off and um, you can go a lot of laps on 100% fuel so um, it's uh it, tire it's management is a big thing a lot thing. of different strategies oh yeah uh, yeah i mean definitely managing the tires i don't know the the numbers seem a little uh, uh, it seem weird i'm i'm really interested to see how it's going to play out yeah i'm
0: i'm very uh, interested to see what's going to happen because i feel like that everything is that we've ran all season is you might as well just kind of throw it out the window because it's completely different. I mean, and that's what is so unique about the way that we do this, uh, series and we have everything ran the way it is, uh, you know, half 50% everything prior to the championship race. But when when we get to that, you know, money race is what you might as well say. It's, it's for, you know, all the money, um, and more, that's where things change. And it, we're gonna see who can really bring out um their skills and, and be the top guy and be the guy that comes out on top and wins uh championship. Atkins, what are your thoughts going into Wednesday night? How do you feel?
5: Yeah, like I said, it's 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 gonna be completely different and you know, it's a test of endurance for a lot of people to I don't typically sit in this chair for four hours at a time. We did twenty four hours or something, but mm-hmm. it's um you know it's going to be a long race and trying to I hope it comes down to some tire management and green flag runs and we can spread it out and, and race, race amongst the four of us.
0: Uh, it should based on well, previous races
5: all, all, you know all four guys are really fast and then there's, there's a lot of guys that aren't in the top four that, that are fast that could you know, could weigh in on the, on the race finish so uh, 100 so percent just, just get out there and try to to manage my own thing
0: and and not not screw up. Well, let's hear from uh, our other two drivers, Scott Fritz and uh, Jonathan Schwartz. You guys are both, uh, you know, you Scott, you run both Xfinity and Cup, and uh, you're, but you're in the Final Four for the Xfinity Series. You managed to pull yourself from I think 14th or 13th in the point standings all the way to the to the Final Four by winning at homestead um a couple weeks ago, Schwartz pointed out the uh the fact that he started up there pretty high in the point standings um coming in, and then you're you know you're here in the final four, so how do you feel about that?
6: Oh, I feel pretty good. I think we've definitely been peaking at the right time. We've won two races in the playoffs to kind of when we pretty much had to to be able to move on so um we feel pretty good um I think definitely like me and Adam maybe have just a little bit of advantage because we've ran that race before last season. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I know we were really a good there on the long run last season. We finished second, so going in with some confidence. And, um, I mean, we're the four best guys this season, so yeah, it's anyone's race. But um, go out there and just see if we can get it done.
0: George, um, what about you, man? You, you're coming in. This is not your first time. This is your second time doing this. You've ran this race before as well. Uh, you've been here. You struggled in the first one in season three. Um, take us back to your thoughts uh, on that, and then how you, what you learned from that experience, to this season with this car. Obviously, that was a Gen six car when you ran when you were there before. So, how do you feel with it being the next gen car now?
7: Yeah, back then it wasn't only the Gen six car, but it was actually I think with the finish line on the backstretch of what yes, it is totally now. Different so, too. Yeah. yeah so i mean the whole approach to restart zones there was very different so um figuring out how to cut down through that dog leg throughout a lot of these restarts is going to be crucial just for making up track position if we're getting a short run being able to figure out what line is going to be important to take um hmm. but yeah i mean more than anything if we get one of those long runs to end the race just being able to manage tires well um I mean, it's it's weird because uh, you think like getting good exits are really important for for a lot of these corners, but some of them are so flat that I feel like it's almost important to get push on the entry for some, and then exits are important for others. So, uh, but yeah, I'd say not not beating yourself is gonna be really important.
0: Yeah, very important. I feel like that's something that you really learned um, with that Gen Six car with the other configuration was you. You know, you, you kind of overdrove the car early, I, I feel like, and you were, you know, kind of burnt your tires up, which allowed Alex Huffman to eventually pull out and, and grab that. Only win he had for that season was the championship race, um, which made him the season three champion. So I feel like you, you probably have some knowledge that you can use from that to transfer over. What do you think about that?
7: Yeah. I was hoping that we could have like a repeat of a uh, head to head between me and Huffman. But, uh, I mean, it was still really fun. Um, almost, he almost had a really good shot last week, but anyways, I'm still super happy to even be in this position. I mean, that's what you're always fighting for throughout the whole season, just to give yourself a chance. So, mm. I mean, definitely, definitely respect all the drivers that have made it here. And, uh, Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not one of the easier tracks for sure. I feel like a lot of those mile and a half, it's like it's tire management isn't as important. It's just really getting into like a rhythm and finding the line here. It's like you're having to adapt every single lap and it's hard to really get comfortable. So, um, yeah, (laughs) fatigue's is playing a factor, but not even because of the endurance, just because of uh, the
0: tire wear. Yes, absolutely. So looking at the power rankings, you know, GT uh, has 75, you have 73. You're only two points out from, you know, technically being that number one guy in the base on the power ranking metrics. Uh does that give you a little bit of confidence going in? I mean, we've seen, you know, GT's got four wins on the season. Um but you've got 11 top 5s and 14 top 10s compared to 10 and 12 respectively. Does that give you confidence?
7: Yeah, it gives me a lot of confidence that I have a good shot at a top 10. (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm probably going to need a bit more than that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that I was was able to be pretty consistent throughout the whole season. But uh, I feel like I'll have to bring another another step this uh, this week. So um, definitely going to work really hard throughout the whole week, just trying to get that practice in, Mm. finding uh, any few hundredths I can over over the run. But, yeah, I was even looking at some stats just throughout like the rest of the season earlier in the season for similar tracks. I think like new Hampshire is pretty flat, like Phoenix. And I was looking at, uh, where farmer Atkins, uh, Hawkins and me all finished. And, Mm -hmm. uh, Hawkins and I, we finished uh, first and second that race. So, I mean, uh, looking at gateway gateway is also kind of similar in the fact that it's pretty flat and, uh, Adkins and Hawkins, they finished first and third. So, I mean, Farmer, I think he's going to be the underdog here. I think that, I mean, he's definitely going to be pretty strong. He's definitely proven himself to be top four. But uh, I, I think uh, I think it's probably going to be close between me, Hawkins, and Adkins. So, i um, excited to see how that goes out.
0: Oh, well, if you look at the power rankings, you know, Farmer is sitting back in, in ninth place um, with 39 total power points. Um, you know, you've got Huffman who was, ranked third on the power rankings holder, ranked fourth Atkins is fifth Keith. You've only ran 18 of the 20 races and you're still sitting in sixth in the power rankings. Mikey Neal was seventh. Frankie was eighth, and Ra- Frankie's only ran 12 races and is sitting in eighth. So I feel like that's speaks pretty, you know, it speaks volumes as to consistency, um, you know, for these guys that are in the final four. Um, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think, I think it- go ahead.
7: I was just I was just going to say that, I mean, that just reminds you that while you're going to be focused on that championship, that's not to say that any of these guys that aren't fighting aren't going to go for the win. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you really got to focus on managing your car. And even if you're battling with someone outside the championship, I mean, you got to respect them as well. So um, there's going to be a lot of times you have to decide when you're going to fight, when you're going to give, because um, it it may put you further back than you want, but you got to remember what battles are important. So... Um, but yeah, I think that a lot of these guys, sixth or seventh, Mikey, um, and Barossa, I think that they'll definitely, uh, be showing some really good pace at, at Phoenix, probably top five. So, um, hoping to see how they, they go as well.
0: Well, you know, that they're going to try to, they're wanting to come out here and grab a win. This is, they've got something to prove, you know, uh, even though they're not in the championship forward, they're still going to try to prove, Hey, I'm good enough to win this race and I should have been here. Um, so that's what you got to look out for. Um GT, you're the number one guy on the power rankings. How does that make you feel, man?
4: Um, I mean, it's. I think I got hot at the right time. More than anything else, was probably the biggest reflection of that. Um, it doesn't mean a whole lot. It's winning one given race is really ultimately what this comes down to in this format. So uh, it's it's just the biggest thing for me is. Or the biggest takeaway is that it's it's a completely different race. I mean, there's so many opportunities for um you know just you make a mistake coming down pit road. We're gonna be pitting more, like things like that, and we're probably more restarts. There's a, another stage that's <laughs> just throws a whole different dynamic into it. So I don't I don't know that you can really look at it, a lot of the past stats to predict this one.
0: Yeah. That's kind of what I was alluding to earlier, is it's 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 a totally different uh ball game coming into Tuesday and Wednesday night, uh, you know, respectively. So let's, let's talk about Xfinity. So Martinsville, you guys had a, uh, a pretty good run there, Adam. How do you feel like you guys, you know, led the last few laps? What was it like 50 or 60 laps you led at the end of the race to pull out the win? Um, a little, we, obviously we had a little controversy after the race. Um, give us your take on, on that race and how it felt to win and and your thoughts on the controversy
5: afterwards
1: i mean it was uh, obviously good to win and put us in the championship four um you know i can i think gt's you know I, I echo his his comments there you know the phoenix has won one race so you know it doesn't really doesn't really matter what what all you done or what the stats say because you're just you know like i said it's one race and one mistake or accident or you know there's there's a thousand different things that can happen, so mm-hmm. you know I think the stats say you know whether you, you should be there or not. Uh, mm-hmm. But as far as predicting what's going to happen in that race, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's a one off deal. And as far as Martinsville goes, is uh, you know I don't what uh, I, I don't keep up with much of all that stuff. So what's the controversy you're talking about?
0: Uh, well, so the, after the race, um, there were some comments made um, from. Alex Penn and Justin Ray regarding, um, you you and Fritz when you took, took the outside and Fritz was on the inside They're They're basically saying that Fritz held up the inside line, which caused Radburn to get the penalty that put him to the back, which I mean, eventually he's still, he's still in it. So it didn't really, uh, I mean, it didn't really hurt him. Um, but it, um, they were saying basically that Fritz was back in that lineup. Um, Rich, you want to weigh in on this for a minute, too, after Adam, and give us your thoughts. Well, on, on I'll just,
1: it. you know, I, I, I guess, look, you know, there's there's high tension. We race for 20-some weeks or 18 weeks or whatever, however, how many, you know, it's a lot of. 21, yeah. A lot of races, 21 weeks that we run all leading up to, to one race. Um, and so people are going to be frustrated or disappointed or, you know, there's a, a, a lot of different ways that you can, you can look at things and, um, you know. Radburn had us covered, so you know I'll say that up front. You know Radburn had us covered. I spent two two runs trying to chase him down, and I'd catch him a little bit, and he'd pull away a little bit. And I don't know if he was toying with us or or if we were you know just trading lap times back and forth. But at any rate, uh, you know I've I've said already. You know that that last restart. I believe it was the last restart, but the restart you're talking about. Uh, I just didn't want Radburn behind me as far as my input on it, and it wouldn't have mattered who who it was, whether it was Scott or, or anybody else, it wouldn't have mattered who it was, uh, that if I could have put a car between Radburn and myself to where he couldn't go exactly when I went, mm-hmm. um, then that's what I was going to try to do because I knew Radburn was fast and I'd stayed out on, on old tires feeling like that that was my only shot. Uh, to try to win that race, knowing that I had to win the race to make the final four. Um, so, you know, that wasn't anything between Scott and I or anything like that. It was just a strategy on my, my part to say, I'm going to start up top, which is, it's not really a big deal. You know, that happens all the time. A guy picks the top or the bottom or whatnot. So you know, I was on old tires. Scott was on two tires, I believe, and and uh, didn't get a good start. So uh, the door was open, obviously, for people, you know, to 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 look at that and think that it was strategic, but it absolutely wasn't. Um, but again, there's no way of 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 somebody in concrete saying that it was or wasn't, right? Right. So, uh, people be left to think what they want to think, uh, but I know from our side there's been things that happened throughout the season, uh, that, that, uh, have been frustrating at times with other, other people and, mm. and, and kind of centered around stuff like that. And, and, you know, team orders and, and blocking and stuff like that, uh, with, with guys that are a lap down running 22nd that are, they're that blocking the leaders for, for podium positions. And there's, there has been stuff like that. that's happened, but it'd be, it would be pretty, uh, hypocritical to, uh, to jump up and down and be upset about that and then, Mm. and then be playing playing games there on to restart. But look at the end of the day, we won the race. Uh, we got in the final four. I'm proud of that. I don't feel like that any of that stuff that happened on that restart necessarily, uh, you know, was, was the reason that we won Martinsville. Um, obviously there were some penalties and some things that happened that were up to each driver, how they chose to handle themselves and where they chose to put their car and, and, uh, you know, there, there was consequences of that individually. I think, you know, Keith was a, was a casualty of that, yep, yep. uh, some of those decisions and, and whatnot. So, you know, got, uh, I don't want to say lucky because Keith deserves to be in the top, uh, in the final four, but given the circumstances of things that happened, he could have been knocked out because of, of some of those choices. So, hmm. I'm I'm happy with how it worked out and uh like I said, there there was there was no games and anything like that going on other than what you would expect of of a leader of a race that uh, uh again, you have the choice to take the top or bottom and at Martinsville, you know, I want I could roll the top, you can roll the top uh there for a lap or so. Oh. Uh and and I knew Bradburn was the class of the field and did just did not want him starting on my bumper. I wanted yeah. him to have to, to go when the next guy went. So that's all it was.
0: And that's why we wanted to, you know, I want to allow you all to have a chance to ex, kind of extinguish any any thoughts or uh, expel any of those um, ideas that there was any collusion or anything like that. Uh, Fritz, you want to weigh in for a minute or you have anything else to add?
6: Yeah, I can. I mean, I just, there's nothing there. I mean, Adam took the top and I was on the bottom and I went when I saw him go. I mean. When the leader takes the top and you're a second guy on the inside, it's a lot harder to see the leader out your right side than it is your left side when mm. you're watching for him to go. And I mean I fired when Adam did and um just from watching the replay and stuff, it just looked like Radburn fired a little bit before me and he was like a half car back. He just mm. got a run and he took it. And uh Keith kinda got the short end of the stick on that and um that's just ended up playing out in Adam's favor. So
0: Yeah. Keith, I mean, how did you feel whenever that... Because you were having a pretty solid run. Um, You weren't having, you know, your best night, but you were still having a decent run. You were running, you know, top four, top five all night. Um, And then that happens. You know, you'd already been involved in a couple of things prior to that that had put you to the back again and uh, incurred incurred a little damage. Um, So, you you know, that happens, and that's coming towards the end of the race. Uh, How bad did that hurt you, and... How did, how are you feeling at that point?
2: Man, um, <clears throat> I guess really the only, the common thing we can say here is that it's short track racing, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. the same thing happened, um, to myself, uh, in the trucks last season, I got mm-hmm. called early and I had to fight all race. And that's exactly what I tried to do there. Um, I hated that it happened. Um, cause yeah, we was all up front and, um, I thought it was over, but I just whenever I spun out, you know, I didn't really hit anything like to an extent to like really hurt my car that much. Um so I just sorta of just uh just try to collect my composure, man, and then just just try to finish the race because I knew if I didn't then I knew it was over. So um just one of them things, man. Uh you just don't ever fight or stop fighting to the end of the race and you never know what'll happen with the point situation. Um, you know, luckily, uh we got in and that's really all I can say about that. And, um, just, uh, really look forward to finishing this thing out.
3: So obviously go ahead, Cody.
8: That's it. Sounds like we got Radburn back as well. So Radburn, what what was, can you hear me now? We can hear you now. What was your opinion on the Martinsville race? And what's your idea going into Phoenix?
9: Um, I don't know. I ran a great 152 laps. Uh, I mean, it was really easy though. I didn't really have to do a whole whole bunch. Um, yeah, there's a couple of times some, some of y'all scared me in the mirror, not driving in hard or nothing. But you get you gain a few tenths, then I'd gain a few tenths. It was a lot of back and forth, and but as the race went on, it was good to see. Um, pulling away for that stage win, especially with the points being the way they were, that was really nice. Mm-hmm. A little pat on the back in the middle of the race there it made me feel feel like I didn't have to stress too bad on the end of the race because, um, yeah, it was going to be tough no matter what coming to that last restart. Right. Uh, when you got a buddy on the front row with your top sides bad fast, mm-hmm. I don't blame y'all a bit. Uh, I don't know. It'd be nice to have triples. I'd like to be able to look to my right and take off just with the rest of the guys. But
3: mm-hmm. uh, we push a button to look to look to our rights, take off, do just do just fine. But
9: uh, yeah, it is what it is, man. I was glad to uh, fly back up to the front after the three-wide penalty, mm-hmm. which I will say that was pretty clean, dude. I wish that wasn't in the book. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right. I understand. Uh, let me let me talk about this for a second. So, the uh, elephant in the room is uh, your your teammate and uh, buddy James Silvers. He had basically had himself locked in, he had a 10 point cushion going into the race over third place, which was Keith. And um, and infor- unfortunately, he he incurred a, a penalty in the first 10 laps for um, causing a caution involving Adam. He was over driving the corner and he ended up, you know, hitting Adam and uh, spun him out, which it was early in the race. And it really was, it seems like it was unnecessary for him to even run that hard at that point. Um, what, what's your thoughts on that? Like, has he said anything to you about it? And, you know, obviously he had, we had the other issue, which, where he got the second caution, which technically would have, uh, should have made him go to, um, be, should have been parked, um, as oversight on my part, which ended up, it ended up being protested later on. So, and it's in the rules so I had to enforce it and he got last place points, which ended up knocking him out of the top four. Um but obviously, you know, honestly, I, I just don't know why he drove so hard so early when he didn't need to. Um have, you have any thoughts on that?
9: We haven't got to talk much at all uh since the race. I don't know what I don't know if it was just lack of driving around guys uh in practice <clears throat> just Getting used to everybody's breaking spot, breaking points early on. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Usually James is a little more uh he usually doesn't go on a tear that fast. I right. Like, you know, he has his runs, but it seems like he pulled the trigger early and was trying to get get himself in there and make something happen too soon. You know, that's just a bad combination. Mm-hmm. I mean I need to talk to him about it. I hate that he uh lost his spot. Dude was sealed.
0: Yeah, I mean, was it was, in. realistically, you look at it and he's like I said, he has a 10 point cushion. All he has to do is finish halfway decent in the stage. You know, he doesn't have to win the stage or anything. If he finishes, you know, P5 or higher in the stage and then finishes P5 or higher in the race, he maintains his spot. He doesn't get any penalties. Um, so, you know, really, you got to think, like, what was he what was going through his mind? Was he thinking he had to run harder than what he did? Because. It didn't really make sense for him to drive like that and cause an accident that early and then all the issues that that happened you know it's just unfortunate I hate for uh for James that he wasn't able to, to make it because you all are you know tied in the power points. if you look at the power rankings y'all ended up being tied with seventy six power points apiece um you had more poles and top fives and top tens um, but he had the wins which made up most of his points um, so
9: I feeling of what it was. I know James, he takes a lot of pride in a short track race, mm-hmm. and he's good at Martinsville. He, he's hard to race around there. Me and him, you know, what little bit of practice we did do, it was mostly me and him just bumping each other, riding around, and he's good there, There's no doubt. If there anything I could point the finger at, it would be him going for that win, uh, knowing good and well he didn't need it to advance.
0: Right, right. But he just needed just a decent finish, but he wanted yeah, he wanted to win. Um yeah. let's let's shift gears just a little bit and let's go back over and talk about the Cup series again. So um coming into Wednesday night, Adkins, what
3: do you think is going to be the key for your victory? I mean, if I
5: had to guess, I, I think it'll be a quick 10 run 10 lap run at the end of the race and who where you're at when that 10 lap run starts is kind of how these things tend to go. I hope it's not. I hope it's a long run, but, mm. uh, and then, you know, GT's got speed the whole run. Um, Schwartz does too. farmer. You never know when he's going to be fast and when he's, when he's going to be fifth or sixth. So, uh, you know, I think it could be anybody's race. I, I just want to be there. Uh, you got a 25% get,
0: chance at winning the championship, right?
5: I got, I got 25% chance. I, it's better than playing the lottery. So right. I just, you know, try to, try to be there at the end and, you know, not make any dumb mistakes like speed on pit road or slide into the tire barriers, getting on pit road or mm-hmm. something stupid. But these cars are, are really hard to drive, um, through the dog leg at, at Phoenix. The first league race I ever ran here in the cup cars, I spun out through the dog leg and, and killed the wall. Um, so <laughs> try not do that. Um, yeah, yeah. Takes,
0: just, a Takes a lap or two. Takes a lap or two for those tires to come up uh, and those pressures to come up to really run that dog leg and, and not bottom out. Cause I feel like that that's what a lot of times is, is that transition from the dog back to the track. Um, seems like that underwing catches or something, maybe, and it breaks the car loose. Not 100% on what it is, but there's definitely something that causes that car to break loose on that transition.
5: Yeah, it's it's a lot worse than the other cars. And, that you know, I wish we could go back and do 500 laps at Martinsville because I felt like I was pretty good there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: that's a thought. That's a thought for uh, another uh, season championship race right there. That's right. That would, it would be, be wild, next. wouldn't it? <laughs> I like it? So one more question for you. Your uh, thoughts on being a rookie to the series, technically. You're, I mean, obviously, you're not a rookie to sim racing by any means, but you're a rookie to Bluegrass. Um, It's your first season with us and uh you've you've shown out you've you know you and gt both you both are rookies to the to the cup series uh, even though your i rating doesn't necessarily uh represent a rookie so what's your thoughts uh starting with jonathan what do you think of going into the race how it feels being a rookie and then making the champ four
5: well you know i didn't really know what to think i know there were some fast guys over here and and the cup car i had probably two races with before i got in this league. Um, Wow, I kind of stuck the Xfinity car, and I, you know, I just didn't like the way the car drove. Still don't really like the way the car drives. Um, but you know, to try to get in, you know, I know knew you guys were doing some good things over here, and to try to get in the league, and mm. and know you had fast guys. I I really didn't know what to expect, and really kind of struggled the first four or five races. I could be show some speed, and then you know have make dumb mistakes. Um, so I think, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just kind of happy to be in the group. and Mm -hmm. um, We're glad to 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 have you, man. Take that momentum on to to next Wednesday.
0: Yeah. GT, thoughts on being a rookie and making the champ four?
4: Um, I've had a really great time in the league. I appreciate um, all the good racing that I've had all season. It's Mm -hmm. been fantastic. Um, When I joined, I intentionally sought a money league because I'm always kind of chasing that next uh adrenaline rush in sim racing like yes. when it started I was super pumped to run rookie street stocks at USA mm-hmm. like, and then uh then it was like well then I join a league and then trying to win that championship and then but I care way less about the money um than like than winning the money than the excitement that Yes. for money brings <laughs> yeah it's more about that
0: makes uh, it it yeah the the fact that guys have skin in the game it, it brings an extra level of competition and and excitement and uh, you get these dopamine rushes and just adrenaline rushes and uh, yeah I 100 agree with you it's a totally different uh experience but overall have I mean you feel like it's been a great experience running with us this season and I mean you both you both have made it to the championship for your first season with us so like I said hats off to you guys congratulations
4: I yeah, appreciate it. Uh, I've had a blast. Um, every I look forward to every race, and um, even when it doesn't go my way, I'm just most of the time I've I've gotten some good racing with people throughout the way, throughout the time. So that's that's what I'm that's what I appreciate more
5: than anything else. Yeah, Hell same yeah. here. Whether racing top three or tenth, there, there's there's been been some good competition. So that's what it's all about is trying to find trying to find like minded people to. To race with, and and like you said, with, with a little bit of money on the line, people tend to not race like idiots. So.
0: Cody, you got anything you want to add? Uh, any questions for these guys?
8: Um, let's, I know we've got one other championship four driver from the Cup Series with us. I know he's not a rookie, but Schwartz, when you came into the season, did you think that you would be coming into Phoenix being one of the championship four drivers?
7: Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I've definitely kept in touch with uh, Bluegrass throughout the last few seasons, even when I haven't been running and just watching like Zach Nichols like when last or two seasons ago. I think it was Cedric C- C- Hunter the, year, the season before. Yeah. And yeah, just looking at how competitive that season is. And I feel like I. Um, when considering whether even to join the season, it wasn't the thought of, Oh, can I win? It was just, Oh, can I have the ability to even be competitive enough to have that good racing that you guys are talking about? Since that's what I really enjoy. Um, I mean, I I remember doing just an NIS at Dover recently, and I think I was battling for like 11th place. Um, But it was like side by side, almost three wide on some restarts, and Dover so easy where you can just slide up the track, get into the wall on corner exits, and we were just managing to keep it out of the wall, keep it out of each other, and just the respect shown was just so admirable. So Mm -hmm. um, I feel like we definitely have had some challenges on some short tracks, getting a lot of cautions, but um, I feel like um, hopefully looking towards Phoenix, um, recognizing uh, a lot of the guys that aren't in the playoffs. I, I hope they rest, race us hard, but also race us with, with respect mm-hmm. so that, uh, we can all really, uh, enjoy, the, this battle to the end. But yeah, no matter how it goes, I've definitely enjoyed the season. I, I was, I think I was pretty confident. I make the playoffs at least. Um, I mean, I knew I was pretty strong at road courses and I was able to get some wins this season, um, at those. So I was happy. It would have been nice if we could have had the finale at a road course. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I would say a um, bit of a, definitely a surprise. I I don't take making the final four for granted in any way whatsoever. So right. um def- definitely excited for that. And hopefully, um, no matter how, no matter how it ends up going, I hope to be able to bow with a bunch of these guys next season too.
0: Absolutely. Keith, I got a question for you. Are you going to run with us on Wednesday night uh, and try to finish out this cup season?
2: Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That depends if I have like a baby trying to come out the womb. Right. Um I don't I don't know. Um damn, that's a long race, man. And I have not practiced with them mm-hmm. cars there at all. And I do not want to step on it on broadcast and just have another excuse for someone to say something. So <laughs> um I don't know. I guess that'll be a race time decision. Like, you know, I, I hopped in uh what was it? Uh Dover was it at Dover? Um, I no Homestead. I hopped in the practice before the race, and I was showing some really good speed. But I just didn't. I didn't want to mess up anything for none of the championship guys. I I don't want that blamed on me, you know. So I mean, I don't know. We might. We might not. If I do, um, I'm damn sure not qualifying. I'm just going to start back. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see.
0: Well, I was just wondering because like, obviously we want to put on the best possible show that we can put on uh, with it being the championship race. You know, I know a lot of guys um, are afraid to come in and ruin something or mess something up for those championship guys. But in, in real life, like they don't just have the four guys racing. They have all 36, 40 cars out there. Um, do you guys like Adam, for you, for instance, do you would you rather see 2030 cars or would you I mean, how would you guys like to see it?
1: I mean, I mean, I think if you're uh, if you're leading the thing, you want uh, as as few cars as possible. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. So you don't have lap traffic to deal with. But if you're second on back, then obviously uh, the more the merrier you can uh, have lap traffic and things, uh, you know, to to hold the leader up or a lot more potential for cautions uh to kind of re rack if you're if you're chasing a guy and you just uh you, you know you're not able to catch him. Um so I think that's a matter of uh you know position and perspective to where you know what what's your situation. If you're if you're leading a thing and running away you want clean racetrack and, and see you later. Um but obviously for the league itself, you know outside of, of our own selfish uh wants and needs, uh, for the league it's always best to, to see as many cars on the track as possible. So Right. Cody, you
0: got anything else you want to throw out there? Um, and if not, we'll we'll get this thing tidied up. And we'll switch over. We'll get switched over to picks and uh, get everybody's thoughts on who they think is going to pull this off on Tuesday and Wednesday.
8: That's before we go to picks. I'll just ask for all the guys with 10 to five laps to go in the race. If we have a late race caution, what's going to be your plan to try and get yourself that, championship win, are you going to move one of the other guys aggressively or you just kind of roll roll around and just try and hope for them to make a mistake?
3: That's, Fritz looks like he's just playing on his phone, so let's start with Fritz. <laughs> go ahead and jump in whenever.
6: <laughs> hey, you want to say that again? Oops.
3: With five to
8: ten laps to go, if we have a rate lace caution, are you going to try to aggressively move somebody for the championship, or are you just going to roll around and hope they make a mistake?
6: Well, I guess it depends. You got a set of tires in the bank you can come in and get. We're
0: well, just hypothetically five to 10 laps. There's a caution, whatever you, you know, let's say you do have a set of tires. I don't know. It just, what what do you think you're going to do? Um, are you going to, would you move somebody for the, for the championship? Um, or would you just to pressure them and let them make a mistake.
6: I mean, I just, I haven't really moved anyone to win any races in the series at all. I mean, you're going in the last corner. It's kind of the decision you make right there. And then, I mean, you don't really go into something, plan on moving someone to win something. Mm -hmm. But I mean, um, I've raced people hard for wins and stuff and uh, never really had to move anyone before. I mean, you go in the last corner. I mean, you're not going to punt the guy. He might, use a bumper a little bit, loose the bump, just try to get side by side with them, but you're not going to go in there, punt them and give them no chance to win it. Just take it from them. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of not right.
3: No, I agree. Bradburn, are you still with us? Yeah. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah. What, you, what would you do in that scenario? Uh, five to 10 laps to go. You get a late race caution. Uh, are you moving somebody for the championship or are you uh, playing nice?
9: Oh, I'm going to embarrass them. I'm going to go way faster around them. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> no, clean, you're you're yeah, saying clean move, I, I, I,
0: clean pass.
9: Yeah. I'm not good enough to move somebody with a bumper, I don't think. be real honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially at Phoenix. I don't know about that. It's one thing to nudge somebody going 60 mile an hour on entry of Martinsville, but mm-hmm. flying around Phoenix, dude, you're liable to really hurt somebody's day. Right. Uh, I don't know. That's just not something that I'd be able to do unless it was James and it's in practice and I'll probably punt the crap out of him, but nah.
3: Nah, it ain't a move, man. Alright, who wants to weigh in next? Okay. You know, I... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
5: I'll, go. I'll so... uh, Okay, You go. <laughs> okay. So, so I, I, I like, like Reverend said, I, I, don't think I'm good enough to, to bump somebody and not crash them. So I, I think it, it depends on if I'm willing to crash that guy. And it, of the, you know, the, the other three championship guys, we've all raced at each other close and clean all year. I don't know that any of them have ever gotten into me or even close to hitting me. And if they did, I don't remember it. So I, you know, I don't, I don't think you do that for hundred thousand dollars much less a thousand dollars it's just mm-hmm. not not how i am I'm, i might drive in the corner hard and and try to put them in a bad spot but i you know i don't think you i don't think you can just move a guy out of the way it's just not how i race
3: now you can go me.
2: well um i don't know I, I have a different mindset with that um Obviously, I'm not going to junk nobody on purpose for for sure. No, absolutely not. But you know, we we fought less than five laps ago, and and you know, we got five hundred dollars on the line. There's going to be some rubbing for sure. Like right. I, I just feel like if there's not rubbing, then you're not uh, like I don't I don't feel you're a true racer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got to do what you got to do to win. Obviously, don't make it dirty. Um, and, I mean, anybody would do the same thing. I feel in their right state of mind and i mean i feel like if if i go in there like say for example you know i tap you and you get plumbed sideways i'm not going to take the position i'm not i'll back out of it and i'll we'll either be side side by side or i'll let you go but if i go in there and i bump you and and you're good you just got out of you know out of whack just a little bit and you're still holding momentum we're racing to the lot period right. so you know i mean <laughs> It's five hundred dollars, bro. Like, I mean, you is it's money. Um, mm-hmm. We we've we've tried to be nice. We've had twenty weeks to be nice to each other. And granted, it's not always happened that way. But for the most part, that's that's just how it is. Like, we've had twenty weeks to to get all that other shit out of our system, and now it's just it's come down to who wants it more. So, mm-hmm. you know, like there again, may the best man win.
0: Uh, shorts, you want to <laughs> jump in next?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I'm echoing a bit of what
7: everyone said. But, yeah, just in terms of looking over these last few weeks, I mean, it's definitely been a long commitment for a bunch of these guys um, trying to – I mean – I feel like especially through the Cup Series, particularly challenging car, a lot of uh, shifting at a bunch of tracks, such variety in terms of super speedways and dirt tracks, and uh, just being able to adapt to a lot of that is such a challenge. And so I feel like you just have to respect what everyone's done to get up to this point. And so, um, yeah, I mean, trying to think back as to whether, uh, I mean, you have to try to recognize, I I I remember hearing a few weeks back in the podcast, just like, every week up to this point, uh, you have to recognize that anything that someone's going to do could bite you if you get to the end of the season. But looking at the other three drivers in the championship four, it's hard for me to think like, is there anything that I feel like deserves revenge at this point? And Mm -hmm. then it's like, it's hard for me to even think of that. I mean, there's definitely been some other drivers outside that that may have been the case, but, uh, and then I feel like most of the time it's just been racing incidents too. So, um, yeah. And I, I feel like with, with, this much on the line and the fact that I feel like I haven't really don't feel like there's been a necessity, nothing necessitated revenge. It's hard for me to, to view that as going all out and wrecking someone's day uh, for the win there. So yeah, I'll just try my best and hope that uh, everyone respects each other uh, the same amount. So, I mean, we've all worked this hard to get here and I feel like we've shown respect the whole time. No reason to change that now.
1: Lancaster. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting hearing everybody's viewpoints on it, um, but I really think it matters what what track you're at. You know, what mm-hmm. uh, you know, what type of situation you're in in the race. Um, you know, you could if if you get a guy on corner entry at a track that 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 everybody's at least trying to be free on entry to get through the center, uh, and you catch a guy on corner entry then they're probably going around. Uh, you charge in the corner and door guy or, or, or you know, there's just so many variables, and I think that's a huge risk versus reward um, chance to take. I mean, obviously, we all want to win. We want to win the championship. We want to win the money. But you can go from the penthouse to the outhouse just on whether or not a guy's able to save it or not because of where you hit him uh, or where you got into him. And if that guy goes around, then – championship or not you know the rules still apply you know so mm-hmm. then you're putting the championship in 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 the race controls hands which is not what anybody wants mm-hmm. um so you know in one respect i look at it and i say you know that's probably not the way to go because if it doesn't work out and it's very very easy for it not to work out um to where you just move a guy your intention may be to just move the guy up the racetrack but if you know Whatever happens, he gets behind on his steering or or you hit him just in the wrong spot on the racetrack and, and his car goes around, then you just lost yourself the championship for as much as hard as you were trying to win it, you know. So I, I think, you know, I echo what Scott said a little bit that, you know, that's a in-the-moment situation, mm-hmm. situational awareness of going, well, if I get into this guy, he checks up, Is it, do I got somebody right up my rear end and they're going to pass both of us and I gave it away? that way, you know, it, it, there's just a lot of variables to that. Um I will say as an asterisk to that that I don't know what what uh, Jonathan's household budget is, but if we're talking about $100,000 as opposed to $1,000, uh I you know, my viewpoint on it uh will change definitely. So uh, you know, it's uh you know, it's just one of them deals you have to wait until you're in that situation. Hopefully not in that situation. I don't think any of us want to be in that situation to have to make that decision in that moment. Obviously, we all we all will if we're in that, that spot there at the end of the race. And, and you know, we'll, we'll kind of assess who you're racing. Where, you know, where can you get to them? And what will the residual effects uh, of that move be? And, you know, again, hopefully, hopefully we're not in that spot. So...
7: Adam, can I just clarify what you're saying? You're saying you don't want to be in that spot. Do you want to be last so you don't have to be vowing for the win? Or are you saying you want to be in the lead a lap ahead of everyone?
1: No, I want to have enough room to where where I don't have to worry about it, you know. Obviously if Keith's behind me now I know that uh, you know, I'll have to pucker up a little bit there in the in the <laughs> last corner because I know what he I know what his plans are, but uh <laughs> But, no, hopefully, hopefully you got some room and checked out. And I think, Jonathan, you touched on it as well. You get some long green flag runs and, and be able to, uh, to, to just check out and get gone and run and hide, and that's, that would be the uh, ideal scenario. Uh, but if, if Keith and, and Radburn and Scott are all, all uh, have, have a better night going than I do, then I'm going to want to bunch everybody up and, and do exactly what Keith was talking about.
2: I want to say something too on on to go with that is that I mean you know talking about variables like I think it also has a lot to do with how your race is going like what you've had to deal with throughout the race like if you're already irritated and you're trying to fight your way back up to the front I mean you've already got that mindset like hey like I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to win because um, I'm I don't know I I guess you just you get that that mind state like you're already pissed off you're just like you're not talking you're just like you're racing hard and a lot of times obviously when you race hard. It's a little bit too hard and Mm -hmm. obviously mistakes happen, but you know, if you're chill, like if you just like, if you've been running up front the whole race, I think that would change your mindset a little bit with that as well. So, you know, you can look at that um, from like two or three different perspectives. So, you know, you know, there again, like you said, like it's just all about where you at in that position. So.
0: GT, you want to weigh in your thoughts?
4: Uh, I think it's probably easier to, imagine if you were if it was the other way around how you would feel about it and that kind of tells you whether it's okay tend to go i expect to be leaned on because mm-hmm. i'm going to be leaning on you with ten to go and i don't think that's dirty mm-hmm. uh, but um the bump and run's tough just mm-hmm. with eye racing being the way it is and if it decides to register my tap is 100 miles an hour harder than what it actually was then I just got an EOL for nothing. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. I mean, it's different on the last lap. I don't know what the, off the top of my head, what the rules are around a last lap.
0: Last lap. I mean, it's pretty much, uh, there's, there's no way for a yellow to come out. And unless it's absolutely, you know, unless it's protested, I mean, I'm going to let you guys race it out. That's what that's how I feel. I feel like you all should race it out and that should be the end of it. Like now, if it's something absolutely dirty, that's a different story from my point of view. Like I'm going to, you know, assess that, but if it's just hard, clean racing and, you know, obviously we got to take into consideration our racing physics and all that. Like you said, um, it's not an easy spot to be put in. I'll tell you right now. It's it's not easy at all. Um, but it, it just depends on, the situation like i said it's all all situational i would have to let you guys race it out though i feel like that's the only thing i can do is let you all race it out and then the outcome is the outcome um i feel like farmer if i had to if i had to answer for a farmer i'm i'm going to just i'm just going to answer for him right now i feel <laughs> like he's going to say he's moving whoever i, I don't think he's going to say he he would do it dirty like a dirty move but i feel like farmer's response and this is just based on what we've seen all season he's a very aggressive driver i feel like he's moving somebody for that thousand dollars if it comes down to it and i think it's going to depend on iRacing physics and how hard it, it it is and all that et cetera. you know uh as to what the outcome is but i feel like he's gonna if he were here with us he would say you know that's what he would do i could be wrong but just based on what I've seen all season, he's a very aggressive driver.
1: So, well, his record precedes him, right? So, yeah, his reputation does I don't, precede him. I don't, I don't know if uh, if that's an opinion as much as it is a uh, uh, you know a, a factual report. I mean,
0: <laughs> if you look at the facts, I think they're I, there. I've
1: seen what, I've seen him race, and I think I think you know he'd wreck you for twenty seventh in week two. You know, because uh, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, and I mean that's you know I don't want to beat up on the guy because he's not here, but. At the same time, we, you know, we've seen it, you know, you guys have experienced it, you've seen it, you know how it is. Um, so this leads me to my next question. Do you think anybody's going to pay you back? Anybody want to just jump in, feel free.
1: Well, I'll say, I think, you know, Keith, Keith said it, and I agree that, you know, most, most of everybody, I can't, you know, I don't keep up with everybody's, you know, squabbles and whatnot. But I think at this mm. point of the season, everybody has kind of, Dealt with the things that they want to deal with and feel like you know, I I don't know of anyone that's just held something in their back pocket until the the very uh, end. But you like to think that 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 most people have. Uh, everybody understands how each other race. You, you race twenty some weeks with uh, with everybody. So I I feel like that most of these guys um, have sorted out the issues that they have. I think you know there's obviously still going to be be people that race each other a little harder than, uh, than others. Um, and, and, you know, that's every week, you know what I mean? I'm just, that's, that's the way that, that things have sorted out. I will say, you know, I'm sure the cup series will have this as well that, you know, on the Xfinity side, you know, like with James and there's other guys that are going to be mixed in there. And, and, uh, you know, that can be a variable as to to what's going on. And, you know, I know for me, if, if, you know, Keith and Radburn and Scott and those guys are, are right there on your fingertips to get in there and mix it up with them. And you got somebody else that's not running for the championship. That's just being a gnat in your year. Then, you know, maybe, uh, you, maybe you race that guy a little, a little more aggressive or a little harder to, to, to be able to put yourself at least in the fight. Um, so, you don't expect anybody to just move over and get out of the way, um, but at the same time, you just hope hope that guys, uh, regardless of any any kind of issues that, that, that this guy has with the next guy, that that they're respectful. That there's four guys out there that are racing for a championship, and you know that team stuff and all that is is put behind and everybody else that's mm-hmm. out there. You know, obviously they're they're racing for their own their own deal but that they're respectful of the four guys that are, that are running for a championship.
8: Well, and that's to add on that as well. You got you four that are running for the championship itself, but there's also another battle that's going to be going on throughout the field as well. The championship four for the butt kicker and the $70 of Healy's money Mm -hmm. in me personally, being in the truck series, butt kicker championship for the Truck Driver Championship for I, I may give them a little bit more leniency. But when it comes down to it, end of the race, if it's one of them in front of me and I've got one of the other contenders for the butt kicker behind me, I'm going to try and do everything that I can to put another truck between us just to kind of help me. And, and that's just another aspect you got to think about going into Phoenix as well is you four ha- will have your battle for the $500 in the Xfinity series championship. These guys are racing for a butt kicker and $70 as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Who wants to kind of weigh in next on their thoughts about uh, potential payback? Anybody, anybody worried about anything or have anybody that they think might be coming back? I mean, we've got, you know, Silvers is obviously I I think he's going to be a, uh, somebody that's going to be trying to run up front to have he's got you
3: know something to prove possibly um, is anybody kind of worried about any kickback um, from anything. Um, I'll mention something uh, I don't want to bring it up
7: because unfortunately it happens to be with the driver of the, one of the final four which I didn't even recall until now but uh, I don't even think this was caught on the broadcast because there was some technical issues but at the Roval I did have a small uh, encounter with Farmer I think there was a small contact in the infield and I, I wasn't really sure about how he felt since he never messaged me about it but if I felt it was a bit of a I'm racing incident out. Uh, I don't think I don't think I want to find out because I, if he says he's pissed off, then I, there's nothing I can really say to him to make him fix it until the race. <laughs> so I'm just going to try to hide as many cars between us or mm-hmm. at, at, at best, maybe uh, he's calmed down from it. And uh, I mean, maybe he don't end, even remember.
0: He, he may not yeah. even remember, you know, you yeah,
7: so. remember it. Uh, he probably well, does he, he does remember now. now. <laughs> he definitely
3: does
7: now so. uh, just want to say farmer, uh it was totally unintentional. <laughs> and uh luckily we both it, in that incident there was no uh contact with the wall, actually. Hmm. I, I think I think it was just like a two X from both of us. We just both lost control and I think uh we were both able to continue. So it, did, it wasn't race ending for either one of us, so it should be hmm. minor. So yeah, take that as you will. Um, yeah.
0: Well, Farmer has That's... a penalty coming in the next week. Also, he has to start at the rear, no qualifying. So, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be coming through the field. Um, we've yeah. seen him do it before. Um, it's not his first time, you know, having been on, uh, no qualifying for a race. So we typically when we, when he is on no qualifying, he he charges pretty hard to the front. So I'm yeah. sure he'll make his way up there. Go ahead.
2: Well, to hit on that, that goes back to what I said earlier, depending on how your race goes. Because there again, I had to do that same thing last season, you know, in the trucks. And I was just driving my ass off and I was trying to do whatever I had to do to get to the front and and put myself in a position to win. Mm -hmm. So I know he's going to have that mindset. And there again, if it comes down to it, I. I know farmer and I know what he'll do. So Yeah. Um Yeah. Good luck, I, fellas. I
7: just want to add one thing, which is uh if he does feel the need for payback, I'll be willing to give him everything that he wants in terms of fighting for the hard charger. I'll mm-hmm. give him everything. If he wants to go for that, I I won't I won't fight him
8: for it. So he can well, it, he can do it, everything. <laughs> he won't be able to get the hard charger of that race because he won't be qualifying.
7: Yeah. Okay. Well, well, if I get it, I'll give him the prize. How's that sound? Okay, farmer, you hear this?
0: I'm giving you our charger if I win it. So, ten dollars not to wreck him. Basically, is what he's saying. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Let's let's wrap it up a little bit here. Well, one more thing is, have you guys kept up with the truck series much? Those guys seem to watch the two upper series quite a bit, and they were talking about it the other night um, when we did the truck podcast. They uh, did their picks, so I want to try to get everybody's pick. Uh, for the truck series, on who you guys think is going to win that one? Um, who wants to start
3: us off there?
2: I'll go, and I'm I'm going with my boy Peyton. That's just all there is to it. He puts in the work. He mm-hmm. has been probably the most consistent guy all season, and I. Like I said, I seen his lap times earlier and after short runs and long runs, and I think he is definitely going to be one to one to beat is going to be hard to beat them other three since they're all, you know, on the same team. And, um, and I know Jonah has a start in the back as well. So, um, Mm -hmm. I just told Peyton, man, just you drive smart, dude. And that's your race to lose. So,
3: yeah.
0: Well, unfortunately, I do have a a bit of news, some breaking news. Sean Kaiser is stuck in Dover due to the rain. It's unlikely that he'll make it back in time. It's a six hour drive, he said. So, uh, he and Brian Terry both are, are stuck in Dover. So, Brian won't be there to race Cody for the butt kicker tomorrow night. He'll have <laughs> to, he'll be, he'll be racing with, who is it, David Brackett and.
8: I've got Brackett and Ron. So, Brackett and we'll R- have Ron Moore. So, inter team battle for the trucks.
0: Yeah. And so you're, um, One of your championship four in the truck won't be there. So, um, Scott, you want to give us your pick for trucks?
6: Yeah, I'd I'd have to agree with Keith. I'm going with Peyton. I mean, he's been good all season. He's consistent. He's fast. The few truck races I've watched, he's been Mm -hmm. right up front racing there. And a couple Mm of ones I have watched, he's won. So, I got to go with him.
0: Radburn, you still there? I'm still here. (laughs) You want to give us your pick on trucks, bud?
3: Um who was the other driver that wasn't
9: Peyton? Um it's on the tip of my tongue. Jonah uh, Colbert got, uh, and Baron Morgan. Colbert. Colbert uh is who I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. I feel like Colbert's been fast. He's been up there a lot. He's got a good shot at it. Mm. Um but
3: what I have been keeping up with with the trucks, so that's gonna be my pick. Adkins?
5: Uh, I, I'm going to have to go with Peyton too. I know he, he picked me, which I probably not going to like him for, but he, <laughs> he was, uh, he raced with us a lot early on in the season. And I know, I know he's got some speed. He was kind of, kind of, uh, where I was chasing at the beginning. It was like, if I could be as fast as him, I'd be good, even in the cup car. So I, I know, I know he's got some speed and, uh, you know, hopefully he can put, put it all together and, and win the thing. So. Sports. Go ahead. Yeah,
7: I'm. Uh, I'd like to say someone else, but uh, I'm looking at the stats, and I know no one likes to hear the stats because everyone's saying this is a one-off, and I understand mm-hmm. that. But looking at uh, Mar- looking at New Hampshire and Gateway, I feel like both of those similar tracks, the average finish of uh, all the drivers, uh, except for Payne Hubbard, were all outside the top fifteen. Payne had an average finish of third at those two tracks. So I think, uh, I mean, sure. It's a different track, but I feel like those his skill sets at those types of tracks, I feel like he's a really strong favorite. So I have to go with him.
3: Adam.
1: Yeah. So I'm just sitting here trying to look and see who I was in it. Cause I, I, I honestly don't, uh, you got don't know. Jonah,
0: Jonah Colbert, Barrett Morton, uh-huh. And Peyton Hubbard and Kaiser, like I said, Sean Kaiser, he's not, I don't think he'll make it back in time. Uh, At least that's what he said. So he was your fourth guy, but more than likely he won't be there. But so uh, if you go off power power rankings, uh, Jonah and Peyton are the two top guys. Uh, Jonah starts with a penalty. Will it affect him? I don't know because Keith had the same issue last year and he still won the damn thing. So uh, it's, you know.
1: Yeah, I guess I'll go with Peyton. I mean, I was in a session with him earlier, and he, you know, obviously there was only one truck in there, but just the fact that he was in there, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's practicing, and and uh, I've heard his name a lot uh, come up throughout throughout this season. Um, and you know, uh, obviously, I feel like with a, with it being a full race starting in the back, is, uh it's not near as much as a, of a penalty as it as it may have been earlier in the in the year. Correct. In the season, um, so that shouldn't be uh, a major deal at all. Other than than uh, making sure you don't get caught up in somebody else's mess coming through the field. So yeah, I'll go with Peyton and and uh, yeah,
4: for,
3: um, lack
1: of, for lack of better knowledge,
4: <laughs> GT. Uh, I like Jonah's resume over the season a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's wanted some grittier tracks. I mean they're the clear Jonah and Peyton are the clear one and two, but I think if I had to pick one, it's Jonah.
8: All right. So let Well now, Jason, do you want to change your pick knowing that Kaiser won't be there from when we did the truck podcast? Uh yeah, so uh this is a tough one because I, I feel like Peyton
0: um Peyton's got a good really good shot at this uh race but Colbert has been the guy to beat all season on you know wins right um he's looking to tie Keith's record for wins in the season and
3: um I think Jonah's probably gonna probably gonna come out and do that so who did you go with Cody I forgot
8: I went with Jonah to win the championship, but it was going to be a non-playoff driver that actually won the race.
0: I think it's going to be Jonah winning the race. I don't think I, I don't think anybody else is going to win the race. I think he'll he'll figure out how to get to the front. I don't think there'll be uh, more, I don't think we'll have more than twenty trucks. Uh, I hope we will, but I don't think we will. So it won't be that difficult for him to get to the front before the stage. Um, he'll get to the front at the stage. They'll reset, and then the real race will begin. And I think he'll he'll do what he's been doing all season. So. It's it's hard, it's tough to beat the guy. Just simple as that. Um. All right, so that brings us around to Xfinity. We're gonna start at the top of Adam now. Who uh, who are you going gonna with gonna win to win the championship?
9: I'm gonna have to get out of here.
0: All right, Byrne. You want to give us your uh, Xfinity pick real quick before you head out and your cup pick?
9: I'll give you. A, um, I'm rolling GT with the cup. Yep. I think GT's got it in the bag just from what a little bit we've talked Uh, through the Cornerstone Discord. Putting all my faith in the hands of GT. And Xfinity is going to be Scott Fritz.
0: In four. All right.
9: For no reason whatsoever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be safe. Let it roll, man safe travels Good my friend glad we can have you.
9: Talking to you guys as always we'll uh, catch up here in a day or two all
0: right we'll see you radburn see you guys all right so uh let's do this all right he is clear adam who are you going with uh you gonna pick yourself you want to pick somebody else what are your thoughts on this
1: well i think on the xfinity side uh I feel like a politician going in in the voting booth, right? You had to vote for yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pick myself. uh, And, uh, and hopefully that, that works out. Um, Honestly, you know, like I said, we've said it a bunch of times now, you know, this is a really strong group of guys. Everybody that's in the final four is, is fast and, and has been fast every week. And, uh, and so, you know, to me, it's a, who doesn't make a mistake and, and who, uh, you know, who puts the the work in and, and has a good clean race and can put a complete race together. But, uh, if you, if I had to pick somebody, obviously I'm going to pick myself on the Xfinity side, Yep. you know, on the cup side, uh, you know, I'm kind of conflicted, you know, uh, my buddy Kinder's had some run-ins with GT there and, and so that, that, that's, that steers me away from GT, but I, I got a buddy of mine that I work with that, uh, owns glory pole and glory poles on the side of a GT's car. <laughs> and, uh, and he speaks very highly of him. So, you know, I, again, the same thing, you know, it's a strong field of, of, of guys. And, you know, I think any one of those guys has a, has a shot at it. I I would agree that farmer's been hit and miss this season and, and probably questionable on some of his decision-making mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And so, you know, Jonathan's been fast and, and races smart and, and, uh, you know, GT does as well most of the time. So I think out of raw speed and put a whole race together, I'll go with JT.
0: GT. All right. Cody, did we do Xfinity and Cup for our, for ourselves or not? I can't remember.
8: I believe we did, but for the Think life so. of me, I cannot remember.
0: No, nah, I don't either. Um we'll just we'll just abstain and allow these guys to, uh, to give their, their picks. GT, Xfinity and Cup picks.
4: Does Xfinity do 100 percent fuel, 100 percent Yeah, everything will be
0: same. It'll be um let me give you the numbers real quick. Uh, XFINDI runs 200 laps on uh, Tuesday night so they're uh, they're 100% fuel
3: 100% length
4: I gotta go Radburn
3: Radburn alright and what about for the cup
0: you gonna pick yourself
4: if I can get some good green flag runs uh I would confidently bet on myself to get a caution with 10 to go and who who's in the right spot is that's anybody's race then. So yeah, I, I mean it's it's hard to not be confident in myself, but this kind of racing, the longer green flag runs tend to favor my skill set, I think. So Yeah.
0: You've you've talked about it all season. You you've mentioned to me several times you you prefer the full length uh, f- uh full fuel and long races. That's more your bread and butter and you know you've you've talked to me about switching you know, in future seasons about going to the hundred percent fuel, obviously. Um, so I know that you like it. So it's pretty, Yeah, I feel like it's in your, your wheelhouse.
4: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to all season. It's been get to the, get to that full race. I mean, yeah. I think, um, I don't know. The, the only gripe, I don't know. Gripes a strong word. right right. my only hesitancy with the the fuel length is i think that if it the longer fuel length kind of takes away that mindset of hurry up and go like it it short it it takes away that that short like uh short lap speed or you know you know i think it takes that away a little bit it it forces you to plan for the longer
0: but Mm -hmm. um
4: i I don't know i i i was i was more critical of it before the season, and I think I've kinda changed my mind a bit on that, but it's not as bad as what you originally thought it would be
0: i mean if i'm not if i'm wrong just tell me, but i feel like it's it's not nearly as as bad as you thought it was going to be
4: no it's not and what in my issue with it i guess more also is just it feels uh Like you could play – I always call it like the the tire lottery. You know, Mm. you could – it's – it's and I struggle with that a lot, especially with the – when we're at 40 car fields, you know, it's just a natural thing that happens. It gets smaller as the season Mm, goes. Whatever. Yep. Yep. Everyone has that issue. But um, it was a lot harder then because you really just – had to guess on this, on the strategy. Right. It just felt like you could, you could get lucky playing, like knowing you weren't fast enough to win, play the alternate strategy, which I guess is the purpose of it. But, mm-hmm. um, I still would, I just like green flag runs. Right. Yeah. Like I mean, your stuff. I think
0: everyone does. I feel like that that's what draws people to the league is, you know, um, we do have long green flag runs. Typically. Uh, I know that, early on with the 40 cars and 35 cars and such it, you know it's changed it changes it for the first 5 or 6 weeks you know you have a caution um, every 25 30 laps or something seems like maybe even more maybe even more like we were we were aver- averaging uh a caution every 10 laps at Martinsville though not with only 20 something cars so yeah. it's Martinsville though it's short track racing it's a different different thing so that um, car was-
4: witchy too the cup yeah. car was i mean i self-spun twice i don't know if i ever have once before that it, i don't it i don't recall any right out from underneath me
0: yeah, it was it was very uncharacteristic to see your uh, car spinning around on its own so let's uh jump over to schwartz xfinity and cup picks, my man
7: well, for all those guys that were rolling their eyes that are listening and are thinking, oh, man, here he goes at the stats again. Well, here's your <laughs> chance. to fi- Here's your chance to finally smile, because I'm going to try to use the stats, but they're all go- they're going to fail me again. Because uh-huh. I, I looked back at uh, New Hampshire and Gateway again. Uh, the winner of New Hampshire was Lancaster. The winner of Gateway was Hackney. And looking at another mile track, uh, Shudders won. So that's three drivers already there. Uh so that anybody's that game yeah that, that didn't really help too much <laughs> uh and then Fritz got a top 15 in both so his average is great too so i can't even put fritz out there mm-hmm. um i feel like instead of averaging i maybe have to look at momentum who really has a momentum and the winner of the last race marinsville was lancaster so uh I'll go with you Lancaster keep that momentum up and uh yeah you're my pick so and for cup uh I'm going to use some uh good old uh what do you call it uh uh what's the uh <laughs> Well, I guess when I was in the podcast with a shot at Roval, I said uh, I was going to win. And Alex, me and Alex are going to be close. I know mm-hmm. Alex is in the top four, but the fact that I picked him to win and then I won the race, I'm going to pick Huffman to win the championship and see if I win somehow. So <laughs> let's go. Let's let's go with that superstition. There we go. Huffman's you're you're picking
0: just... <laughs> yourself, basically, is what you're getting at.
7: <laughs> well, I'm picking Huffman. He's going to steal the race win. And okay, Huffman's going to uh, win yeah, the okay, what yeah. race win? and You'll okay, get let, okay.
0: <laughs> I don't there know if Huffman's going to be there. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I've, I'm trying to, he said something about not being there, but I don't know. We'll see if he shows up or not. Uh, hopefully he will uh, finish it out with us. Um, I want to add one quick thing <laughs> is I do like to compare New Hampshire and Phoenix together. Like I feel like the guy that does well at uh, New Hampshire is going to do well at Phoenix. And you said Lancaster one, New Hampshire, right?
7: Oh uh, yeah, yes. that's right.
0: Yeah. So I feel like Adam's got a good shot um at this race but you know Gateways uh also a comparable track so you know it's a toss up between Keith and, and Adam for me because I know that they're both good at those type of tracks and I don't honestly it's I, th- I feel like um unfortunately Radburn last season had something happen to him early in the race and he didn't get the race for the championship he got taken out on like lap two, three, four, five, something, something super early in the race. He wasn't able to, uh, to compete. And I, I wonder if, you know, something like that may happen again. So I, I don't know. I feel like Keith and Adam have uh pretty, they're, they're level-headed. They use, um, they, they race with caution. Um, you know, they air to the side of caution. So oh, I guess like going to come down to one of those two guys, but Atkins, let's get your Xfinity. And cup picks, my man.
5: All right. So for Xfinity, I'm kind of like you. I was torn between Adam and Hackney. I, uh, Hackney won Gateway and I won Gateway. And I'd like to take some of that energy and and let him win it and win. And at the same time, Adam won last week. And maybe maybe we can both go back to back. I don't, I don't know. Momentum is is big, momentum is key. So I, I'm going to go with with Adam at, at risk of sounding like a Hackney fanboy. I wouldn't want to do that. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take Adam and uh, for the for the Cup Series, you know, I I really <clears throat> every time I've been picked in one of these things, I have had bad, terrible luck. So I'm oh. definitely not not going to pick myself, um, even though Peyton's already picked me. Um <laughs> I think I picked
0: you though, didn't I? Did not, or did? Or did I? I can't remember. I, I,
5: I think that's who you picked. I think, I, picked I, think I went with Schwartz. Yeah, I, I think, think I went so. with
4: Adkins too.
5: Yeah, probably I pick screwed, Adkins. Screwed my whole race, but um, I, I'll go. I, I think I'll go with uh, GT. He's been fast all year. He's he's, he's the been, one. Yep. He's the one guy that, you know, even when I've been fast, like like Homestead, I felt like I was fast and dude blew my doors off and drove away. Like yeah. I, he's the one guy that I felt like was you know this much better than everybody else
0: yeah he's just just that little notch just a notch above everybody i've seen that all season with gt um and and i gotta say that that's kind of how i feel also like uh, deep down i feel like that he's probably going to be the guy to get it done um but you know the other like i like to pull for not necessarily the underdog but you know You've got, like I said, you had the momentum. You won the race last week. You did a a fantastic job. Um, I want to see how things turn out. And then I know that the car is what the main reason that I changed, that I didn't go with GT when I picked the other night was for the simple fact that I saw the self spins at Martinsville and Phoenix is the same way. I feel like you can get loose off the corners um, pretty easily, especially off two and off four so um, and, and that transition from the uh dog leg to the pavement I, I i wonder if he drives over his head you know and i I know i'm speaking uh you're here with us, but i'm I'm kind of speaking indirectly to you um that that's the thing is i, I don't i don't know I, uh in my heart like i said I, I feel like you got it, but at the same time, after seeing those cell spins they the night it made me hesitant to to pick. So, uh, that brings us. Go ahead.
4: Sorry. I was just going to say, I mean, a lot of that was, um, probably I didn't, I didn't consciously do this, but I was locked in. So, you know, I'm driving hard. I mean, I I just, I don't know, probably subconsciously wasn't as careful as I should have been. I might not have been as aggressive, but, um, I also played Forza for a whole week and I never played that game. It completely like messed me up. So right. that's that's what I was, I'm done with that though. So right.
8: well, that's in Jason and I were talking up in the race control booth during the Martinsville race. After your first one, I kind of said to Jason, it's like, it seems like Schwartz is in a let's just go out and have some fun. Cause you were already locked in. So you really had nothing to lose GT, in that race.
0: You mean Hawkins, not Schwartz.
8: Yes.
4: GT, my bad. I mean, it wasn't my plan, but that's what I'm gonna say after the fact.
7: <laughs> and I just want to add one thing: um, after doing further research and not <laughs> uh, not having anything not having not having anything to do with what Atkins said, uh, I'm gonna pick Atkins to win. Uh, totally, nothing to do with uh, his curse or anything like that. Just total. Just
3: totally, totally <laughs> totally <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> All right. So let's get Keith, uh, Xfinity, and Cup. What are you thinking, buddy?
2: I don't want to be putting on a spot like this because I'm trying to be friends with everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, uh, but that, you've been the hill all season. We, you know, embrace that hill role, bro. You do a good job, man. <laughs> embrace it. I know you got a little, little, uh, crap there for a minute, but let's be realistic. Having you in the league has been a, uh, it's been great for everybody. It's, a, it's elevated everyone's, uh, competition. I, I, I don't, you know, I know you and Adam had your little run in at Pocono. Um, but he had good things to say about you just a couple weeks ago. I feel like um, you know, he said he's not had any issues with you. You've raced hard, you raced clean all season. So there's there's others in there that not necessarily have been uh as clean and, and good with uh with Adam from what he was speaking. And, you know, you were one of the guys that was he did speak highly of, so I mean take that for what you will.
4: Mm, okay. Um <laughs>
1: uh, hey and let's let's clarify that the only reason you want a gateway is cuz you have my name on the side of your car. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: let's see here. Um but I'm gonna
1: You, start with you stole card. my luck. You stole my yeah, luck.
2: Hey, someone's got to do it. Um, let's see. I'm gonna start with cup. Um, golly, that is. These are some hard decisions, man. Because I mean, hell, hell, all of y'all. The top four is fast, and and I just I know how all y'all race. Obviously, racing with y'all, you know, for most part of the season at different tracks, and and you know, seeing where y'all um excel um at different you know different parts of the season and stuff like that. And god dang. Mm. the biggest part of me wants to go with gt just because you know i've been with been in discord with you all season and i know swords i mean i know you're fast um as well as certain tracks um obviously road course <laughs> um but uh and i know atkins man like dude you've you've what this what Two races, I was in Discord with you, man. You was faster than I was, and I just let you go. Um, God dang, I don't like this, bro. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to pick this guy just because I'm not going to be put in this situation. I think I wish all y'all could win the damn thing. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I'm going to go for the underdog, and I'm going with Farmer.
0: Damn! I, I was wondering if anybody was going to go with Farmer, but...
2: Let's go! <laughs> and, like I say, and that's nothing against y'all, because I know any one of y'all three can win it, it regardless. Mm-hmm. So, I just, I just want to clarify that. Hell, like I said, if y'all can all cross the line the same damn time, fuck do it. But, um... Yeah. Um, Xfinity... God damn it. Um It's hard to pick, there again, the, anybody in the top four... Um, because I don't want to be biased towards, you know, myself, nor you know Adam or or Fritz, um, Radburn, of course. You know, I don't, maybe you need to tell Huffy that Radburn's a hot lap hero because he can put down a qualifying lap for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to do, if I knew he would race the full race and not like give give in to anybody, I would tell you exactly who I would pick, and that would be Alex Penn. But I know, I know how he would race, and, and that's okay mm. um, but if I had to pick
3: someone out of the final four
2: I'm probably I'm going to go with Lancaster believe it or not I'm not going <laughs> to pick myself
3: okay
0: I respect that uh, Fritz Xfendi and Cup picks
5: my man
6: yeah for Finney, um, I mean, I can't pick myself. I mean, that's just bad luck um yeah, I kinda I mean, everyone's been so upfront consistent, and especially when playoffs hit, we've all been up front consistent, running right next to each other, and any of us can win it, but um, I mean, I gotta go with Adam, he's been around since season one, he deserves it to get it done, um, he can get it done, he's hot right now, and I think I think he's gonna get it done. All right, And then uh, for Cup, um, I think I got to go with the guy that uh, I was in the final four with him in the championship a couple seasons ago for uh, Cup. And uh, we were all battling one, two, three, four the entire race. And I know he struggled there a little bit, but I don't think he's going to let that happen again. And I think he's going to get it done. I got to go Schwartz for the championship of the Cup
0: all right solid picks all the way around that's going to bring us to the conclusion of this episode guys uh real quick i'm going to say thank you to our sponsors obviously kinder performance group uh doing great things out there on the carding thing uh karting side of racing right now if you haven't already uh make sure you check out their page kinder performance group on facebook Huffman Designs, Scott Fritz Designs. Obviously, Scott, you're here with us tonight. Uh, you want to tell people about your uh, your brand a little bit? Give yourself a little plug real quick?
6: Uh, I guess. Uh, I Being guess a paint. Scott Fritz Designs. I don't really paint much anymore. It's kind of, we're dying out, um, but we make some stuff when you need it. Um, just simple, affordable. A lot of times, I just, I'll do it for free for you if you need it, but um Yeah
0: all right also we want to thank uh butt kicker they've been on with us since season one uh they add that extra element if you don't know about it check it out uh haptic feedback it uh it really does bring another level to the sim racing game Uh, allows you to feel tire uh and wheel slip and uh, you can feel the motor all up under you and gives you that seat of the pants feeling uh red rocket buildings and barbecue uh been on with us now for a couple of seasons. They'll build you a building and uh, somewhere to make some barbecue. So check those guys out as well. Uh, I think maybe next season they might be Red Rocket Adult Novelties and Barbecue. So we'll we'll wait to see about that. But that's what I've been told. Uh, (laughs) Elevated Outdoors. Um, If you like to get high outside, check them out. So (laughs) WJM Motorsports. Obviously those guys have been uh, doing big things. Cody, you want to tell us about WJM?
8: Yeah, that's we're a fresh new team in the i racing scene. That's we're in our second season now, but even being in our second season after our first season, we pretty much just took off. We started a reserve driver program to try and help some of the lower tier drivers who maybe needed a place to go to where they can get a little bit more help to learn racecraft and all that, but we've got that and we're always looking for sponsors to come onto the team. Just like you're looking for sponsors for the league, but the way we got it going. If we got a sponsor that comes on, they get their own truck car or they get their own truck and they get their own cup car and they get their own personal driver.
0: Mhm. So WJM doing big things. Let's uh, I also want to do a special shout out NH lens. Uh, Keith, tell us about NH lens, man. You've, you've done some pictures for us this season. Um, Go ahead and give us uh, a plug.
2: Yeah, man. Just, uh, you know, you need some good photos. I mean, there's obviously different photographers on here and stuff like that. Took this on or took it on about a year ago and we just got better and better. And and now we're, um, you know, we're hooked up with the... like two two shops a couple painters and stuff um just putting out some good photos of your ride on here and stuff like that so man it it just like you know scott said we try to do stuff um you know affordable and sometimes even free just to get that logo inside the car so man if anybody needs anything just hit me up or hit the facebook page up and uh we'll just try to go from there
0: really really spectacular pictures guys. some of the best i've ever seen uh on the sim all right closing out Adam Lancaster, right here above me. Cody Anderson, right here. GT Hawkins, John Schwartz, Jonathan Atkins, Keith Hackney, Scott Fritz.
3: I'm Jason Collins, HMFIC. We'll see you next time.